For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Well, 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 it is I, the lyrical miracle, the sexual intellectual. The cunning linguist and the quintessential stud muffin. Joel, my schlong is like a baby's arm, like a baby up in your mama's womb. And she loves it when we're listening to In the Room Gardener. Keep listening and have yourself. Right here on VOCNation.com. Uh, Papa Stro here with you guys. Uh, filling in for Brady Hicks, who will be back with us hopefully next week. Uh, he's uh, enjoying a nice hockey game as we speak. So I'm hoping the, uh, the hockey game's going good and hope we get some good feedback from Brady how it went. But great to have you with us as always and in the room. Uh, let's uh, Let's start off by... Having with us once again, 
the lovely Kathy Fitzpatrick. Uh, welcome, Kathy. How you doing? Good, sir. How are you tonight? Oh, oh, great. Very much, much better. I, it was so cool. I, I saw the soundbite for Kamala singing. I had to play it for the intro. It was, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> pretty awesome. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. God, you know, what a great guy Kamala was, man. Uh, uh, oh, just, was uh, I, awesome. I miss him. So miss him to just say. Hey, today, today's the uh, birthday of Booker T, by the way. Happy birthday, Booker T. Love you, brother. Yeah, hey, big. I, I sent him a message this morning, and he was like, thanks, sis. Love you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. And let's bring on Patrick and Kevin. Hey. Uh, welcome back, guys. How you doing? What's up, hey, Stro? Hey, What's going on, oh, Stro? How you doing, man? Oh, yeah, great great to hear from you again, man. I, it's only a week, but I feel like it's been, like, forever. But uh, it's great to be with you guys today, man. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, I got to go to my first show in a very, very long time. I'm a newly minted AEW mark now. Uh, yeah, it's how been did a long go? time. It's been eventful. Yeah, how was it? How um, was it? The, I, I have a couple quick complaints, and then I'll get on to, to heaps and heaps of praise. Four and a half hours on a Wednesday night for a oh. wrestling show is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So 7 to 11.30, it, it was AW Dark first, and then we got the uh, live Dynamite, and then their uh, their Friday night show gets taped. Uh, so I was a little tired by the end. I was disappointed, especially because what they started off as was a T-shirt company. The lack of shirts, I think they only had four individual shirts, uh, and they were almost all black, um, which, I mean, I guess oh, wow. a lot of, of re- wrestling fans like, but uh, not not a ton of merch. So I was kind of bummed by that. But the experience was incredible. Um, Hangman Page is just a legitimate star. And it, it's really great to see somebody who, you know, I've heard about, but finally got to witness in person, got, saw him cut a great promo, and was there live for that MJF promo where the fans did not know how to react, um, especially when he, he lured them into accidental anti-Semitism. <laughs> but, uh, man, that dude can cut a promo. The crowd was on the edge of its seat. Uh, great show, great time, and, and excited to be here with Papa Shroa and Kathy and, and my man Kevin Brady. Awesome. That's right, and uh, you know, Hangman Page also also picked up a nice win over Mayor Kane this week uh, over on the socials. Yeah, yeah. he got as the kids say, ratioed. <laughs> That, that yeah, like you know, had along, those, along those lines of the four-and-a-half-hour show, I feel yeah. like uh, this yeah. is just another example of, like, how sometimes less is more, and yeah. this industry yeah. just does not understand that. And, you know, I guess a lot of the entertainment industry and a lot of the sports entertainment industry, you know, I've been saying oh, yeah. the same thing about, uh, about like, the UFC for years. You know, back in the day, yeah. you used to have yeah. one show a month, and, and everything meant something, and and, like, now you've got... 56 shows a year and it's just it's too yeah, much well, and swing it uh, over to hollywood and like i'm very excited for this the batman but i'm not spending three hours in a theater <laughs> i mean i'm going to i have my ticket already <laughs> i'm not looking forward to it good lord 
<laughs> Lord oh, of the Rings yeah, movie. I, 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 Jeez, I, I saw ever. one Lord of the Rings movie in the theater, and I was like, "This is this is for um, at home. This is pause it. Yes. I can run to the bathroom." <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, there are and there are nights when and now with the there new are nights when I'm sitting uh, at home. Movie, you're gonna you're gonna fall sound asleep and wake up after the movie's done. Oh God, I would hate that. I would yes. hate that. <laughs> there are there are nights when when I'm sitting at home and I'm looking for something to do and you know maybe I pop a couple edibles and I'm just looking for a movie to watch and sometimes the first thing I'm looking for is is this a ninety to a hundred minute movie? Yep. Is that where I need to be? <laughs> That's the money. Yes. That's why Bloodsport like, yeah. is like the perfect movie. Yeah. It's like ninety two oh, minutes sure and we're out. Yeah. Oh, in and out, love it. <laughs> Look what's awesome. And don't be wrong. I do. I do love. Look, there are some movies I love that stretch to three hours, and and that's fine occasionally. But you you have to be really good to earn that kind of that kind of length. You know, I, I, yeah, a couple years ago, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, I I enjoy a Scorsese movie as much as the next guy, but I felt like when I watched The Irishman last year or two years ago, however long ago it was that it came out, I felt like I was watching it for two years. That is a long, over-long movie. And and again, it, it's different when, like what Kathy was saying, if you're watching it at home, at least you can pause it, you can get up, you can go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and exactly. if it's just running exactly. too late... You can turn it off and come back in the morning. A live show where I've got to be, you know, in my in my section for four and a half hours, man, that is death. I want nothing to do with that. Um, and, and I feel like that, that has to, and heck, you can speak to this because you were there, that comes across in the energy of the crowd by the end of the night, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the perfect example is that Friday night. I don't know why I can't remember their Friday night show's name. But uh, Warlow came out, and he came out with a huge pop. Crowd was hot, and then it just Uh it just died because they've been sitting there for four and a half hours. And man, um, you know, one of the bookers that I used to work with a lot, Mikey Milano, always wanted to build it with an up and a down, and an up and a down. And when you're there for that long. It, it, it doesn't – you're not going to come back up from that. That's why I always thought the perfect thing is each match builds on the next, and you don't give somebody that popcorn match. You make them want to stay in their seat, you know? Right. Uh, Greg got the smelling too. salts to wake him up <laughs> yep. at that point. I've never liked the cool-down match. Like, yep. The cool-down yep. match has always driven me nuts. Like, you know, you, you're, you're, you're sitting down to watch WrestleMania, and you get to – you know, you, maybe you throw the, the third to last match is one of your title matches, and then you're throwing some gimmick bullshit like Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. Like, you know, that's going to be the co-main event, and then, then you're going to finish it off. You're going to take it home with the yeah. Brock match or, or yeah. whichever. Um, and, and, you know, to, to me, that's a terrible strategy. It's like you get me super high on a great match with a high work rate, and then you bring me down to the depth and expect me to come back. Is it is it Vince McMahon gonna be a guest in the Pac McAfee show this Thursday? I thought it was. Is, is that what they said? Last one is it this coming one? Yeah, I I think it's this Thursday. Yeah, because I um yeah. I mentioned because Pat McAfee was mentioning some of the guests he had this week on the show, and he, I I think he mentioned Vince at Thursday. 
So I'm. I'm assuming that's going to be the setup for a WrestleMania match, right? No, no. Uh, Vince is getting uh, what's his name, right? Uh, Austin Theory. That's the rumor. I thought he was working backstage. Oh my! The rumor I heard was Austin Theory in one of those cinematic matches. Oh. (laughs) I can only imagine. (laughs) Oh man, I don't think either is good. I was thinking about it, and your WCW gimmick would have lended, especially your acting, would have lended to Lent, Lent, yeah, Lent, to these cinematic matches so well. You could have, like, a real, real fandom vibe going on with a terrifying AJ Styles like Taker did. I, was, I would have loved it. Matter of fact, uh, I had one of those uh, with uh, Jerry, uh, the, uh, the kickboxer guy. In WCW, we had a cinematic type deal at one point, at one of the nitros. Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, <laughs> not well. Well, that, I would have loved that too. That would have been great. Yeah. I mean, I loved working with Ernest. He was so entertaining. Oh my God, that, it, it was <laughs> it was funny because at the time Ernest was a heel, right? Uh, but he, by the yeah. time he came around, yours truly, right? I remember Terry Taylor finally had to tell him in the back, that Ernest, <laughs> he's he's turned your baby face." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, but yeah, Ernest, I would have loved man those theatrical matches. Man, I dig them, man. I enjoy Taker and AJ. Those matches kind of those matches kind of lend the, they owe a lot to uh, Goldust and Roddy Piper, right? I mean, that's that's kind of where that all comes right. out. Oh, I, I like that too. That was great. And and then Matt Hardy, you know, he's the one who really. Innovated it with uh, all the stuff he was doing. They had that uh, that match out on the the Hardy Farm, and man, I gotta say, like I, I've had some serious disagreements with the way Matt Hardy went about things for a long time. You know that whole fake suicide thing. I didn't think that was something that is we should joke about. But man, that dude is an innovator and able to remake himself at the drop of a hat, and he still mm-hmm. has the crowd eaten out of the palm of his hand. Oh, he's very talented. I mean, I don't think I don't think the the Hardys, either of them, could ever be blamed for lacking creativity. Um, yeah, that, that would never be yeah. their downfall. I just think uh, maybe Matt is not the best equipped backstage politician, and Jeff has just much more serious things to worry about than working matches. Right. Right. Yeah, Matt. Matt. Matt's very underrated. I, I think. Yeah. Well, Kevin and I back in the day had a bet of who would win a world title, and he won that bet because he put his money on Jeff. And thanks to Freddie Prince Jr. pressuring the booking committee, he got it. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are spot on on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, we got a, we got a caller, man. Uh, 479 Eric Hill. Let's bring him on, whoever it is. Uh, welcome to the room. Well, hello, Stro. It's Granny. Well, Granny Holster, how you doing? Say hello to everybody. Well, hey, I would say hello, but I don't know who all's on here besides you. Well, well, I can't well, be. You Mr. Intros. Thanks for paying well, attention, Granny. Hey, yeah, right. I was I was on another phone that's, call. That's the second time you've you- blown intros. On the podcast, did you put a spoiler yeah, on the intros I did on the, on a, a previous podcast? 
and right. then Granny, after, after, after my name, Becky didn't mention my name, and she was like, oh, hello, Strauss. <laughs> I was on a yes. very important phone call because I am okay. making my travel plans for WrestleMania with my friend that's flying in from New York. Remember, so we're that's going that's to WrestleMania. That's your excuse for blowing the intro. Okay, I get it. I'm, I'm just playing. No, no, that's not my excuse for blowing the intro. It's just that's why I didn't call in until now because I just got off the phone with my friend. Oh, well, uh, well Where is Dallas? Yeah, yeah, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Tejas. Yeah, say, say hello to everybody, Granny. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> Hey, Granny. We got Granny. Hey, Granny, what match are you most looking forward to at WrestleMania? Yeah, what match are you looking forward to? Well, I'm hoping, since we're going night two, I'm hoping I get to see Steve Austin beat the who out of Kevin Owens. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you really think he's coming back? Steve Austin? Yeah. They say he is. I don't know. They say they say the match the match has been booked, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Everything I hear about him is he never wanted to come back for a one and done. Like if he was coming back, he was coming back. And I just does anybody see like a feud for him that's interesting? I just want to know what's the upside. Like obviously there's a big payday, but does he need it? I mean, he's he's been doing pretty well for himself in his post-wrestling career, and, and God knows he had to have made plenty of money in his initial run. Um, I just feel like the the risk for injury, like catastrophic injury, is just way too high. Well, see, this is going to be, see, myself and my husband and my son, this is going to be our very first WrestleMania that we're ever going to be awesome. able to, that we've got that we're getting to go to ever in our lives. Oh, so we are that, very that, excited about it. I mean, that's my very son, cool. I mean, it's an amazing my, my, my son is 35 years old. And just a little short history about him. He was diagnosed with bipolar disorder at 11 years old, and we've recently found out that he has autism spectrum disorder that was never recognized when he was younger. So when my friend asked him if he ever had the dream of wanting to go to a WrestleMania, he says, well, yeah. And he says, well, bro, he says, you, me, your mom, and your dad, we're taking you to WrestleMania. And he, his eyes lit up like a kid at Christmas time with a new toy. He is so excited about this. That's That's awesome. awesome. I mean, my friend is flying out of New York on the 28th of March, driving or flying into Kansas City, getting his grandfather's car from his parents' house, and driving here to Springdale, Arkansas, where I live, and picking us up, and we're going to leave the morning on March 30th and head to Dallas. Awesome. And we're going to go one day... We're gonna. I think we're gonna go to the third session of WrestleCon on that Friday afternoon, and then just rest okay. up on all day Saturday to go, and then go to WrestleMania on Sunday on the third of April. Nice. Now, what do you think about the the new the new WrestleMania? The whole 
experience that WrestleMania has become, you know, happening over multiple days. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not huge on it myself. I mean, I think Hacken and I witnessed the perfect WrestleMania when we were at WrestleMania 20 at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, yeah, a, just a perfect yeah. event from, from bell to bell. I, again, it, it almost feels like what we opened the show with, less is more sometimes. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's okay. Like I said, I, you know, this is going to be our first live WrestleMania, so it's going to be a true experience. And I, being that I'm such a big wrestling fan that I am, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a huge fan. And the gimmick name that I have, I actually got that from a former coworker of mine because I love wrestling. I like to go to the independent shows because I holler at the bad guys. My original shirt says that my very my very good friend made me says what you gonna do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? <laughs> and I've met a lot of big time name people over the years because there was a company that ran in Arkansas called Traditional Championship Wrestling that ran That's in Arkansas till 2013, and I'm on a lot of their TV tapings because they would always have us sitting in the front row facing the camera. And they still have the old reruns down in the Little Rock area on TV. And I still, to this day, have people come up and ask me if I'm Granny, if I'm the lady on, that they see on TCW in the yellow T-shirt. That's awesome. I'm glad you're going to get to experience Mania. Um, it, it's unlike anything else. Honestly, I feel like the Royal Rumble is a better in-person experience than Mania, especially right now. Is because a like Kevin's saying it's not stretched across two days, and b it's not the absolute length. Even with the multiple rumbles, it's still like a neat, tidy three hour show. Bada bing, bada boom. But um, it, how did you decide which night you we were going to? Was just the way the travel worked out? That's it. Well, that's just when my friend uh, that that got the tickets. I mean, of course, we're going to be up in the nosebleed section, but I don't care. It's still WrestleMania, and my son's happy about it, and, you know, I just want to do something nice for him, so I don't care, but my friend that we're going with, he actually went to the Royal Rumble that was in St. Louis. He actually went to that, so... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, I mean... He's the... He's been to a few WrestleManias himself. I mean, like I said, this is going to be our first one, so. Nice. Nice. Yeah, um, I mean, I think, I think so it's fantastic think? that you're getting out for your first WrestleMania. Uh, but I, I yeah. mean, my point is, yeah. like, so you're going on night two. Uh, so you're going to see, obviously, the main event, and you're going to see potentially Stone Cold versus versus Kevin Owens if that comes together. But, but just a couple of the matches that, and, and maybe this is subject to change because I'm just looking at uh, Wikipedia right now. But both women's matches and the uh, the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul, all three scheduled for Saturday. Now, I personally wouldn't mind missing Logan Paul, but you know, missing both women's matches, I'd be a little upset about that if I if I had paid my admission for WrestleMania. Yeah. Hey, Granny, you were on a, uh, another radio show the other, a couple weeks ago with Angelo DeCipio. 
Yeah. He's my neighbor. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. He literally lives right across the street from me. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did a little interview with me on his show one time, one time recently, so... I'm uh, I'm I'm checking out TCW uh, now and checking out some of their cards. Um, had, had a young Lance Hoyt over there. You saw some good stuff. See, Former I NXT guy Lance Michael Tarver. I remember yeah. seeing Lance Hoyt wrestle when he wrestled for TCW here in Arkansas. I know Lance Hoyt. I got to see him wrestle several times. <clears throat> was happy to see him out at a AEW crowd was hot for him and he worked really hard and, and something that I respected from him he worked really hard to make sure he gets food and when people are hot for you uh, show you know when you're trying to to work the the heel bit it could be hard to get those booze when people just want to cheer you oh absolutely you know I was listening this an old Dusty Rhodes interview where he was talking about that and he was talking about the the feud we have with Kevin Sullivan down in Florida and it was like uh you know Kev, Kevin just I mean he had so much heat he had like a few cult followings down there you know with his persona and, and everybody and he, even to the even to the in the latter days Dusty would still call him the devil <laughs> you know because he, he, yeah. he was talking about how he was talking about how you should live the, the people that are great they live their personas they lived their gimmicks, and like, and Kevin was a prime example of that. Yeah, I love Kevin to death, but that man can be very scary sometimes when he gets into character. <laughs> hey, sure yeah. Can. yeah, right, Kevin. <laughs> he, he he scared the boys. Seriously, in the back, he was scared of the boys. I've seen him. Do oh, yeah. He would get in this like little little trance. He does before his matches, and he would freak out everybody. It was the damnedest thing. <laughs> I was I was mostly afraid of the women in our locker room. Uh, we we had uh, Nikki Rock back there. She was very with good reason. <laughs> yeah, with good yeah. reason, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, to be fair, Hack has been afraid of women for as long as I've known. So correct. That's also true. <laughs> but the women in, in in the back were especially scary. Uh, and I wouldn't want to miss. Yeah, I would be so if I signed up for WrestleMania and I didn't get any of the women's championship matches. Because I think we got. I think Becky and Bianca are going to deliver. Show I saw in the chat. You yes. were popping over some of what Bianca was doing. I would. It would suck to oh, miss after you get your WrestleMania ticket. Amazing, and the, the way she whipped uh, uh, Lynch the other night with her hair and those marks she left left in her midsection. Man, yeah. that was brutal. Yeah. I don't know. She had on her hair, man. That was. You could hear that snapping. She's bucking crazy, right? With it. Yeah. Jeez. And I mean, I could miss Rhonda. I I don't know really what to expect from Rhonda and Charlotte. Um, I know Rhonda can work a little bit. I know Charlotte can work a lot of it. But uh, both of them just feel like two generally healed human beings, as we're talking about living the gimmick. And I, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know what I want to see from that, but I can go for, for Becky and Bianca, and hopefully they give Bianca her due. I think she really deserves to have that WrestleMania moment. 
Uh, now, what do we what do we confirm like at this point? You know, we get... Say again. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, and say, what do we have confirmed at this point? We got the the two women's championship matches. We got the yep. just the mess of a tag match that I could honestly care less about. Um, yeah. And then yeah. and then what? You got your the title match is a unification match. You got the Roman yep. versus Brock. Is that yep. is that your main yep. event? And uh, anything else right, confirmed? Right, right, right. Edge. Yeah, go ahead. Edge yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be, be a good, good one. Edge. Yeah. Right. Edge Edge surprised me with uh with, with how well he can really really bring it. He's a guy of an advancing age and he was someone who was, you know, always more reliant on his uh, speed and agility. Um but he, he doesn't seem to have lost too much in the in the intervening years. I think he's exactly where he should be right now. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. And speaking of that, I think he's exactly where he should be because I've always thought he was a much better heel, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, he's mm-hmm. a great heel. Yes. Although I will say, yeah. when, you know, Edge and Christian doing, like, the, the five-second poses and all, I mean, you know, the guy could definitely work a – he could always be a, an entertaining face, but, no, he, he is a great heel. So we were kicking around the idea a little bit, um, Kevin. You brought it up about who would you want to see that you know going off of possibly Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens versus the eight champions. Um, who would you want to see that's not really active take on some of the, these top faces in WWE? Right. So you know, so I went down the list, and, and actually, uh, you know, Brady did remind me that there were actually nine champions because I did leave yeah. out the. Women's tag team title, but uh, you know, so you got, anyway. So. Sure, right? No, I guess I'm not alone in that. You know, you got Brock, you got Becky, you got Finn Balor, you got the Alphas, Roman Reigns, Charlotte, Sami Zayn, the Usos, and then Carmella and, and Queen Zelina. You know, think. Let's just focus on the inactives or the retired. Um, workers that, like you said, in the vein of Stone Cold coming back, who would you love to see go go up against Brock in the main event? For me, it's Kurt Angle. I mean, I know we've seen it before, but, I mean, to me, no two guys were more meant to work together than Brock and Kurt well, Angle, and I always well, felt like there, we never got Kurt Angle and, and he who shall not be named were also – made to work against each other. One of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Sure. I think that was 02 or 03, uh, their, their one-on-one match in the Rumble with Benoit and Angle. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Brock, Brock and Kurt. Um, I went a different direction with, with Brock, um, but same vein. Uh, how about Dan Severn? Give me the beast. Yeah. Dan Severn? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That would be awesome. Right. Yeah. Right. Make old, you know, make not, uh, not Ken Shamrock. I, I always felt like Ken Shamrock was the more entertaining version of Dan Severn. So I had to think about that because Ken Shamrock's worked really recently, and I'm like, does he really fit the criteria? I think he was Impact Champion, like, maybe even a year ago. No. Really? I'm pretty sure yeah, he's yeah. active in Impact recently. Who who was who was the guy he was feeding at the time? I, I his name slipped from my mind, but he had a good feud with him. It was Impact. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a former champion. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it was a good run. Um, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. Get it while, uh, well, think of who you uh, you wanted Brock to head in there with you or Kathy. Yeah, Kathy, go ahead. <laughs> um, I would like, you know, to be honest, I would like to see um, The Rock in here. Yeah. Oh, Rock yeah. and The Rock? I mean, that that just screams entertainment. Like, you know you're going to get the crowd fired up for that one. Exactly. Can you imagine the, the Brock Lesnar of the, the day against The Rock? The, the the personality that Brock has now against The Rock, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he didn't really have that personality. I think they met in the early days of, like, Brock's SmackDown time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, they definitely mm-hmm. had. They were, they were definitely there together. I'm sure they had run-ins at some point. Of course, nothing um, jumping to mind, but I'm sure it happened. Speaking of The, of the Rock, I mean... I think we're going to get it eventually. I don't know exactly when, but I, I think we get Roman and Rock, and that, that's what I want. And so that was my matchup for Roman, because I want yeah. Roman and Rock. I think, that, I think that's the match you almost have to have. Like that, to me, yeah. that feels oh, like yeah. the, the one thing that can absolutely push Roman over the top is to, is to get the rub from the Rock. Absolutely. And, you know, my pick was uh, someone that you guys already spoke about and, and Ken Shamrock, you know, especially with the background with Shamrock and Lesnar. You know, I, I, it'd, be, it'd be great, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we can basically all agree that uh, the idea of, of putting Brock in there with anybody that could legitimately shoot with him is, uh, is going to be entertaining. Well, I think that's what they wanted to do with Bobby, but it's coming out more and more that Lashley was – you know, banged up when that match took place, so they made some significant changes to it. Now, what if we what if we flip it over to Roman? I already said Rock is my is my choice yeah. for Roman, but and, and Hack, I think you said that as well. But uh, yeah, Stro, what, what, what have you got in mind for for Roman? Oh God, uh, you know, other than the Rock, I I just can't see anybody else to fill that void but but the Rock. And for it to make sense I mean, with the head of the table, the the, the family and everything, it'd be perfect. I mean, it's just the perfect matchup, right, Kathy? Would you agree? Uh, Kathy, Kathy powdered. Um, yeah, she stepped down, but I she, think, she gives I, her best to everybody. <laughs> I think that's the one. I think that's the one that makes the most sense, you know? I mean, even bring it back to that rumble in Philly where they basically – coronated Roman and after years of wanting him to go over, they gave it to the fans, but it was just a little too late. And, you know, they sent Rock out to try and win the fans over and they still couldn't. So I think, you know, like, like Stroh was saying, head of the table, the whole family gimmick. Um, I mean, maybe uh, Roman could even get Vin Diesel in his corner. Can you imagine the build up to that? I mean, they can bring in Rikishi oh, yeah. even in the, in the mix and, like, all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, just drag all the Samoans out. All of them. Just, just get everyone involved. Anyone, any Samoan that's ever stepped yeah. in the ring. Yeah. All right. It drag them all out. Yeah, yeah, it separate them into two factions. Right. It was uh, Rich, Rich Swan was the feud with Ken Shamrock. So, Swan coming back. Rich Swan, yeah. That's right. 
WWE time. And I'm out. God, I can't believe Ken Shamrock is still working at, what, 58 years old? Yeah, they just they just suspended him, too. He was, I don't know if he's going to come back, but maybe he's just taking a little bit of time. So it was him and, him and Sammy Callahan kind of running a little stable together. Sammy Callahan. That's, that's the other guy I was thinking of, too. He was, he, yeah, Sammy Callahan. That's right. Yeah. All right, now, let's take a look at the ladies now. So, uh, for who would you step in there with Becky? Because for me, I'm going to take in her prime Trish Stratus in with Becky Lynch. You know, it's a shame that I wouldn't watch uh, what happened in Saudi Arabia because for me, Becky and Lita was really – the, the match that I, I would book there. I think built up properly and given enough time to let them shine. Like, I think that's the match. I think they can tell a really good story. You know, Becky trying to ground her yeah. from a high spot and just Lita trying to bounce around. Um, and I think, like, I think Charlotte and Trish are <clears throat> kind of the, uh, the avatars for each other in that time. And I think Becky and Lita are kind of the uh, the in the same positioning, if you know what I'm saying. No, and I, and I don't yeah. disagree with you. And as a matter of fact, that was the original way that I did have it set up, and I just wanted to kind of break it up a little bit because, to me, that felt like the too obvious move. Two and, on the nose. And from a, two on the nose. And from a style standpoint, I, I'm less interested in Trish versus Charlotte than I am taking Charlotte and putting her in there with, like, a Gail Kim. Oh, man. You know, uh, like you were saying about Lita and and Lynch, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, why in the heck is this, this isn't a WrestleMania match? My God, yeah. I mean, it had WrestleMania written all over it. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. with yeah, Lynch, other than Lita, that Saudi yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like with Lynch, with with Lynch, uh, a, a person you could bring back for Lynch, you know, Medusa for one. I think Medusa Ooh. could still go with Lynch. Oh. And yeah, imagine that, right? And with um, with, with Charlotte, oh gosh, it, you know, um, I, I would like to see a rematch with a lady she hasn't been in the ring with in a while. Would be Oscar. Seriously, I, I miss Oscar so yeah. much. And 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 it's great that um, Rousey's back in the fold now because I've always wanted to see Rousey versus Oscar. I've been wanting to see that for a while. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I get Oscar, you know, the work and shoot and everything. I think she can go with uh, Ronda. <clears throat> they built her so well, and then much like they've done with so many people coming out of NXT, is they just drop the ball coming into the main program. And maybe it's some people can't get over in that bigger building. Maybe it's the booking. But, you know, just never really have seen the, the sustained success for a lot of their NXT people. And Oscar's amazing. Um, I think uh, Ember just had a really good match with uh, Thunder Rosa out in the independence. And, and Ember Moon was another Ember Moon, that's right. That. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah she's great. Uh, she's a yeah, I, I think you have to put that. Booker T. Yeah. school, yeah. I think you got to put that squarely on the booking there, Hack. I think if you're able to get over an NXT, then there's no reason you can't get over a WWE proper. I mean, 
you know, you've already got the same built-in fan base behind you. The the only way you lose that momentum is you get just booked into some terrible programs. Yeah, like put you in a, an S&M helmet and take away your incredibly hot wife slash valet and just just strip you of everything that makes you cool. Yeah, basically. That yeah. was that was pain, that was painful. <laughs> that was so it was painful. painful. He's talked about it too. Um, like, I just knew from that moment I slipped the helmet on my head that this was over. <laughs> so let's uh, let's look down down the uh, the title picture a little bit at uh, those kind of second level titles, and you know you get uh, what United States champion Finn Balor. Yeah, I'd like to see him step yeah. in there with Rob Van Dam. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Tremendous. Oh, that's tremendous. That would be awesome. Monday night. Oh, Granny. Hi, Granny. You're still here. Yeah, I'm just listening. <laughs> oh, that's <was> great. <laughs> I like listening to you guys talk. So, you know, oh, I'm just you, sitting Granny. here listening. Well, if you have well thank you, Granny, because we love talking. Um, I, I went... Yeah, I went to the cinematic matches. At first, I, I, you know, it took me a while to kind of get used to them, and I think it's a great idea. But uh, let me get a cinematic match here and give me the demon versus the dead man. Uh, let, let me see oh, Finn yes. and The Undertaker. And, and here's how, you know, I, I just picture it somehow ending with him doing the American badass gimmick. And instead of the dead man to to defeat Balor, and would that be like his first Intercontinental Championship run? It would, yes. I mean, he, he walked into the main event. He did. He just walked into the main event. That's how that works. But yeah, I mean, he, I he like, literally. Yeah, Balor. I worry about Balor. His physicality. I mean, he's been doing this for so long. He has a very similar style to Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, he came back from a couple really tough injuries. And so, like, let's get him over, but give him a little a little break. And, you know, maybe it, it ends with Taker giving him the urn or something ridiculous. See, this is why I don't book. Well, but, I mean, part of the thinking there with, with putting RVD in that match is there's a guy that's going to carry 60% of the show on his back. I mean, that, that was a guy that just screamed work rate. He, you know, if you need to – if you take it easy for a little bit and let somebody just kind of jump around you and make you look good, he's the guy you pick. <laughs> right. I I would have loved to see Finn and uh, Great Muda hook it up. Oh, if it was all oh that's man. a good one. That that makes me want to drive down to to Kevin's house in New Jersey and pop on uh, Superfire <laughs> Pro Wrestling and. And make that happen. Yeah, I'm yes. going to do that tonight before I get fed, I think, actually. Oh, man. That'd be awesome. That, <laughs> yeah. uh, that guy, Muda has nice. inspired so many generations. And it's like, it, what what they do in Japan, is it drives me crazy when all of a sudden I'm like, and main eventing this show is Fujiwara. I'm like, the, the arm bar? Like, that Fujiwara? Like, yeah, no, he's 70. We just bring him out once a year, and he works a legit match. None of this uh, theatrical stuff. He's just in there grinding, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so much of the of the, the product is owed to what comes out of out of the East. And, you know, it's just you, you love to see those guys get 
any kind of attention brought their way, and, and Muda's run in, in WCW was was I think huge for the for the industry. There's a picture I see with Terrence to this day of of Muda. I think it's Tajiri and Kabuki all blowing the mist at the same time. And it's just an epic photo, man. I just look. <laughs> oh, man. So I saw an amazing spot that I wanted to uh, to uh, highlight from AEW um, in the House of Black versus two-thirds of the Dark Triangle or the whatever they're mm-hmm. calling their million stables. Um, Aleister Black was about to miss Penta, and Penta made him swallow it, and it was one of the best spots I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, Awesome. Completely unexpected. And, like, him selling it, like, cartoonish in his face, trying to spit it out, and Penta just, you know, holding his mouth. Oh, man, such a good spot. Uh, it, oh, that's uh, great. So swinging it over, we got the uh, the IC there held currently by Sammy Zane. Oh, Sammy Zane. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, just picked it up uh, a week ago, right? Something like that? Two weeks ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd had right. you, who you sitting up with Sammy Zane. Man, see, it's still tough because I, I want to go to some of those ECW guys because that's kind of what inspired him when he was a kid, you know. Him and Owen came up to that. Sounds like who would really drag a, a fantastic match out of Sammy Zane and who could kind of match his emotional level? And then there's somebody, Kevin, you and I got a chance to actually sit down and talk to him back in the day when we went uh, – and did some interviews over at CCW, and he was one of the greatest interviews we ever did. Just a tremendous guy, and has a similar gimmick to Sami Zayn. And give me one-on-one Sami Zayn and Mikey Whipwreck. Oh man! Hashtag would watch. That yeah. uh, that sounds that right. sounds like a hell of a match. Yeah. Those two could definitely tear it up. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, now for I, me, I would have to go with along those. Those. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I want to hear yours. Go ahead. Okay. Well, along those lines, I mean, gosh, I mean, that's hard to top, honestly. But uh, uh, Sami Zayn, I, I, I would love to see him and Jerry Lynn hook it up. Oh, yeah. That I see title. That's another great one. Big whoop to do. Now, that's definitely another great one. Jerry Lynn, just a, just a hell of a talent. You know, it's a shame that Jerry Lynn, I, I feel like he never reached the heights that he was capable of. Was it was yeah. it injuries that held him back, or was he just a little too vanilla? I don't know what it was, but just something never clicked for that guy. He should have gone a lot farther than he did. I mean, I guess he he had a good run in TNA there for a while, but I think it was I, I, I don't I know promo the the infamous WWF New York promo the big whoopity do like big whoopity do <laughs> killed his push it was done. God, yeah, that that could honestly be what just derailed his career. So obviously, you're going with uh, the British Bulldog to take. <laughs> yeah, he just came, he just came charging in. Sorry, I had to throw the, throw the mute spoiler on there for a second. That was a big spoiler alert. <laughs> no, for me, um, for me, a, a guy that I think we're all basically I think on the same wavelength here. Yeah, is I'm I'm yeah. looking at a at a WCW era. A young Chris Jericho. Oh. oh yeah. Oh man. The Lionheart, Chris Jericho, working a match with Sami Zayn. I, I would 
I could watch that thing for you give me 60 minutes of that and then run it back and give me 60 more. I love the yeah. promo he did during that time when he, oh, man. he was feuding with Dean Malenko, right? And he would go to D.C. Yeah. to find out, like, how many holds. <laughs> I guess he was like a master of thousands. Oh, God, yeah, thousand and four. <laughs> yeah. And he would read them off. Oh, man. I got to say, I had a glimpse of the Chris Jericho of past in his, uh, his promo with Eddie Kingston, and I never saw what everyone saw with Eddie Kingston. I mean, he seems to be like the, the traditional – He's a good hand. He's a good indie guy. I'll get you pops. He has name recognition. But, man, his promo with Jericho where he switched from deadly serious to comedy to just kind of, like, being, like, above it all and blowing him off. And Jericho matched the note for note. Um, I knew when I went to AEW I was going to get good wrestling, and I got really good wrestling. But uh, the promos are really what stuck out for me. Uh, Paige had a great promo. And then, obviously, the MJF. And then Jericho and, and Kingston just setting up a match. They have this big match deal for Revolution. I might actually shell out money to watch Revolution. When's that coming up? March 6th. March 6th. A lot of good matches. Um, you know, I don't like the two days for WrestleMania, but I do like the move to Saturdays for WWE. <laughs> The yeah, Sunday, the, the yeah. Saturday pay per view pay per view move is clutch. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like it took them thirty years to realize that you know some of the people that watch these shows have to work in the morning on Monday. <laughs> to be fair, most of the time they were pretty sure that their fans were unemployed, so <laughs> or children. What's that? Leaves us with the, the three tag teams, and I'm going to start off with the. Uh, with one of the the men, one of the, one of the male tag teams that I know Hack is a big fan of. Hack, who would you like to see go in there with the Usos? Oh man, with the Usos! See, I thought you were going to throw it to the Alpha Academy because you know how how much I love me some Chad Gable. Um, the Usos, I've thought about it a lot, um, and I I think it's the Steiners. I okay. just feel oh, yeah. like that's who they need to face to legitimize themselves. I, I feel like that's, they don't have that feather in their cap, you know, that a lot of other tag teams got past the torch. Between them and New Day, they've basically been carrying tag team wrestling, and they don't have that, like, cred. They didn't have, like, a demolition or the Legion of Doom or, uh, you know, um, even the Eliminators or Arn and Tully, anybody to kind of give them that rub and say, all right, this is your torch now. Run with it. And I think them versus, again, WCW Prime era, before Big Papa Pump, uh, signers. You know, it's funny, Hack, the, the way you just laid that out, you, you just changed my mind. Because um, my, my initial thought on this was, was going to be the Road Warriors, um, which obviously would give them the biggest rub of all. But thinking about it, even from a realistic standpoint, you could still today put together a match between the Usos and the Dudley boys. Oh, man. And talk about the passing of the torch, the the last of the the great mega tag teams, you know, 
yeah. that that never had anyone pick up after them. You know, the Dudleys, I think, would be would make for a for a great a uh, great matchup at a WrestleMania because those guys always yeah, showed up for big matches. Anyway, they they ran into them in their last run. They had a a run recently. I don't know if they did anything with the Usos at that point in time because I think they were mostly separate for Bubba Ray and Devon. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, that's a that's a great one. How about you, Stro? What do you mm-hmm. got for the Usos? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd, I'd bring back the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff, brothers versus brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. No, I, I see that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's smart. Um, I mean, I why not just round out the? Why not just round out the era of tag teams and say Edge and Christian in there too? <laughs> just put them in there with that. Oh yeah, there you go. Right. Ah, oh yeah. Man. And the, the, the uh, Dudley, you some... know, Dudley also, yeah some Hardy Boys dream matches coming up uh, in their run as, as Jeff's been assumed to be signed with AEW. So it'll be interesting to see. I know that they've said that they want to go out with one more run together. Um, so there's there's a lot of teams there that they could do some stuff with. Uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I still oh, don't Ricky love... Robert. Yeah. The Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Yeah, there's a good they're, one. They're on the farewell tour this year. It'll be perfect. <laughs> I still don't love the idea of Jeff coming back just because I don't think it's good for him. But yeah, I, I got to say I don't hate the idea of a Hardy Boys reunion either. Yep, I I kind of pooed it, and then as soon as that music hit in Orlando, Florida, when they came back out, I lost it. I was just a fan. I think that's one of the best parts <laughs> right. about about being a fan is that sometimes it can just click in it's those endorphins in your brain start firing and you know you're you're out of control but it feels good now alpha academy is simple one of the wrestlers is still active so it's not technically following our rules here. you're gonna say the but, same thing i have written but, down i guarantee yeah it's the world's greatest acting it's the world's greatest acting oh, <laughs> same thing written down awesome benjamin yes oh wow uh-huh. Yeah, a thousand percent. Give me, give me Team Angle, the world's greatest tag team against the Alpha Academy. It's the perfect matchup. Uh, if only That'd American Alpha was still around. Uh, I know these guys. Gosh, I know these guys that retire. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. A tag team. I was thinking about that. I know, even though they retired, it'd be kind. Be kind of cool to see him, you know, one more time with the demolition. Yeah, with um, Alpha Academy. <laughs> yeah, oh, they got man. on fan club. I, I, I got a plug for yeah. them actually on my on my um, social media for their fan club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like well, Alpha Academy. Academy. Our colleague Brady yeah. has worked with demolition, hasn't he? Didn't he manage yeah. demolition as they told us yeah. before? Brady managed demolition and another. Uh, a uh, classmate of ours uh, worked a match against them uh, on his. I think he was doing his uh, uh, Andre Eligante gimmick at that point in time. Wrestling dot com is the yeah. website for the fan club. By the way, the same uh, same What's plug. Eighties <laughs> Wrestling Con dot com is the website for their fan club. You check out the. the that seems like a lot of fun. Oh yeah. 
All right, and so that uh, that just leaves us with one. I don't know if you guys came up with one for this, but uh, but uh, Carmela and Zelina, you're, mm. you're a little limited mm. by the the amount of women tag teams that were out there, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago that that uh, would qualify as as no longer in the business. Uh, there were two on the tip of my tongue, and the one I chose to go with was just inspired by the fact that. Uh, for for much of that time period, I was just a lot more into watching TNA. Give me the greatest tag team in the knockouts division, the beautiful people. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Great pick. And the, yeah, the original pick. version of beautiful people, Angelina and Velvet. Yeah. 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 Neither work it anymore. It's interesting. So, uh, I uh, I went from the same era you went, except I decided to make a makeshift tag team, and I decided to go with uh, the two women who I think actually re- led the revolution, and that's Gail Kim and Awesome Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know when we were talking about the the other two women's matches, the the one I kept coming back to was Awesome Kong, and I just I don't feel like either of these two. And I lend themselves to a dream matchup with her because she's just so different from everyone else. Um, but God, I loved watching her work. She was she was just so great. Yeah, uh, one of the all times. Here's a hard hitting tag team that, if it were possible, gosh, can you imagine? Uh, AJ Kong and Bull Nakano. <laughs> oh, wow. so I God, they never run for your life. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bulldog I mean, was literally with him. that back fist. He was just throwing it around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That back fist was nasty. Yeah. That was that mm-hmm. was a mm-hmm. nasty finisher. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> oh, oh, like, between the three of us, between the three of us, I think we have put together a WrestleMania that I think would outsell WrestleMania 38. Well, I mean. It seems like a lot of things are outselling it. There's still 20,000 tickets available. Oh, wow. And not to mention what people are going to get stuck with on the secondary market, too. You know, not to mention somebody who who thought, well, everything's going to be back to normal. WrestleMania is going to be great. I think WWE has lost a ton of momentum. And I didn't believe it until I saw it. I was really skeptical of AEW. I'm skeptical of a million executive vice presidents. I'm skeptical of that many people having creative control, um, but it's a great product, and the fans love it. Um, you know, it was a hot crowd the whole night, and they came they came right into WWE's backyard. And uh, you know, I don't I don't think WWE is is at the top where they think they are, especially with what they've done with their roster and by trimming their roster so much that. You know, we're going to have Bad Bunny. We're going to have um, uh, Logan Paul. It's just like I get it that the celebrities have always been a part of WrestleMania, but it just feels like overkill lately, especially with the two nights. You know, I mean, it felt like celebrities used to be part of – have always been part of WrestleMania. But – and I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a hundred-year-old man, but – it, it feels like what used to pass as a celebrity and what is now a celebrity 
they just don't feel the same. Does anyone give a fuck about Logan Paul that's not a 17-year-old on YouTube? No, a lot of people do. <laughs> I mean, and a lot of people want to see him get beat up. That's that's really... Well, yeah, but that's why I want to watch does. him in he real fights, and I keep getting disappointed that he's winning. Him and his, him and his, his kidnapped brother. What? Yeah, what a year they've had. I honestly, I honestly can't tell them apart. I don't know which one is which. I, I just know either. one knocked out Tyron Woodley, and it drove me nuts. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, maybe they are legitimate boxers, or they have potential to be legitimate boxers. And the MMA fan in me still says I'd like to see them step in the ring with, you know, with with Tyron Woodley when when he can take you down and ground and pound you. But um, you know, he was never. I mean, he had great. He has a great knockout. You know, he has a great overhand right that'll put you on your ass. But you know, putting him in a boxing match was never going to be playing to his strengths. Uh, and I'm not impressed by the. I think it's Logan Paul, right? Is the one that boxed uh, Nate Robinson? No, Nate that Robinson. Nate Robinson fought somebody else. I thought. <clears throat> no, nah, he fought one of the Paul brothers and got knocked out. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think honestly, it, we we can bring this back to a, a WrestleMania that I know Kevin and I enjoyed. I, I don't know about your feelings of it, especially at that point in time, Stro. But like, it, this all comes back to Lawrence Taylor. Once that happened, yeah. it turned from you know skits and backstage stuff to, all right, we can do this. We can have them be actually part of the show. You know, I had this conversation with Bigelow uh, about his match with Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania, and I, I thought it was, I thought it was tremendous. I mean, I thought it was like one of the best things they ever did. But yeah, no, I thought that was. Yeah, but I think what ruined the celebrity interactions is is less about what happened at like you know that WrestleMania, and more about what would happen years later under Bischoff's rule. When you're getting Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman and just just this constant wave of just untrained, untalented basketball players or whoever the hell else stepping into the ring, to me that's when it got. It, it, it's okay when it was happening once a year, but it seemed like it just yeah. started picking up yeah. more in like the late '90s, and it was just okay. Now we're. We, I don't need to have cool well. I mean, at that point in time, you. you you had to do what you had to do to try and keep your advantage. So I can see the reasoning. And as a fan, you know, I did realize that I, I did not like it. Um, At least Jay Leno tagged in and out in his tag match with Hogan. He just tagged in yeah. and out. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Jay Leno broke a sweat, which is interesting. Cause I would right. think Jay Leno might break a sweat walking down to the ring. <laughs> But then you have, right. you know, the greatest professional wrestler to, to come from television in Stephen Amell and, and how he's now out there on TV showing John Cena how professional wrestling should be on TV. He's out there <laughs> playing a professional wrestler on TV, which – has anyone ever watched Heels? I, I keep meaning to watch it. It's, it's like on my – I think – It's on a list yeah. of shows I need to watch. Yeah, I just started uh, Only Murderers in the Building. Uh, so that jumped in front of heels, despite my gigantic, huge crush on Stephen Amell. And Stephen, if you're listening, just just please notice me. He's not, and he won't. <laughs> uh, also, heck, to, to your point about the the unsold tickets, <clears throat> the one thing I did want to mention from my corner in the pinko commie liberal 
end of the spectrum is, uh, you know, this isn't like they're not running L.A. and not being able to fill an arena. They're they're in Texas where nobody gives a shit about anything. <laughs> they could they could just you're in Texas. You can walk into the arena and someone will just cough in your face, and you're still going to go if you want to go. Uh, so it's 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 nothing to do with coronavirus hangover. It's, no, it's, they, it's, nobody it's, it's the product. Um, yeah, I, I really think that Vince has lost his way more than he has any other time. I think the erasure of Triple H and all that he built kind of shows that it's his company, and and him and Nick Khan are going to run it the way he wants to. And I think he's just completely out of touch. And I, I feel like trimming all the fat is they're looking to sell. I just think nobody wants to buy it. Who's going to buy it? Disney's not going to buy WWE. That is, I'm surprised that Disney still, you know, puts their money behind UFC, especially with everything that goes on. They would like to stay out of controversy the best they can. And they want money from all political aspects. They don't care. It's green. Um, and I mean, is Universal going to buy WWE? I could see that. They have the relationship with Peacock. Obviously that was an expensive relationship for Universal and, and you don't just keep hemorrhaging salary like this without an end game aside from, you know, just wanting a higher dividend because it's going to come back and bite you. I mean, the thing with Universal is if they can make money off of their deal as it currently is constructed where, hey, we pay you for the rights to air the product, but you're still responsible for all the money that goes into putting the show on and paying employees. If that's going to continue to reap benefits, then they have no reason to acquire the product because acquiring the product only means they have to shell out more money over the And, and the overhead, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, why, why adopt the overhead that you don't currently have to take on? It would sure. it would make more sense, and I'm not saying that you know they're in any way interested, but it would make more sense for a competitor of Universal like Paramount to want to get involved and take that product away from from NBC Universal. If 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 you're really threatened by Peacock, and, and you know I don't think anybody really is. Uh, Netflix, right. you know what? Amazon would be one that would make sense. Amazon yeah. is, is yeah. trying to branch more into the live programming. They've got the exclusive rights right. to the Thursday night yeah. NFL now, so that's going to be a big thing for them. So, you know, if you told me that mm-hmm. Bezos was going to just drop some chump change on WWE and make Amazon Prime, which has just gone up in price again, the exclusive home for Monday Night Raw, um, that would not shock me. Exactly. And, and I say that fully aware of the caveat that the answer is always going to be Amazon when you're talking about what company should buy what product. It's always the first place somebody goes. Listen, if they get, not not to get too off topic, but if they get uh, the streaming rights to the NFL and I don't have to buy the whole packet and they let me pay-per-view my team, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Papa Stro. Well, this is usually the time where the two of us sign off. Uh, hopefully, you got a, right. a bunch of callers on the line. Oh yeah, and great. Get, get, good way to get to them. And thank you guys as always. I mean, you guys are awesome. Oh, always a pleasure. Always been a pleasure, Stro. We're yeah. glad to join, and uh, and we'll be talking to you next time. All right. It was Absolutely. nice talking good to you guys. Oh, thank you, Granny. Yeah. You're the best. Thanks for hanging. Nice out. talking to you too, Granny. <laughs> All right. 
You guys have a good week, hey, all right? Cheers, yeah, you too, man. You too. We'll be right back with the uh, – we'll take a commercial break, and we'll come back and do some more talk on the other side. Uh, uh, we'll have the callers and take more callers and uh, talk shop right here on In the Room, so stick with us. Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With C.T. McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back, everyone, to In the Room. Uh, just a reminder that uh, tomorrow night at WCW Retro at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com, we'll be talking tag team wrestling. So if you got a uh, favorite uh, tag team or just a tag team moment you'd like to share, please call in. It should be a good time. And Friday night, on my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Maestro. Uh, Friday night's feature will be the Gila Monster from back in the day, so please tune in for that. And Saturday, I'm going to be a special guest, present, a celebrity presenter for the 2022 
Machete Awards being held at the Havelock uh, Event Center in Havelock, North Carolina. And for, and for more information, go to Silent Edge. And we're back. And uh, let's uh, bring in some more callers, shall we, to join the fold. Uh, A43 area code. Welcome to Indaloon. Hi, Papa Strauss. Hey, Malcolm. How you doing, man? Uh, uh, so I'm doing good. Uh, um, we got Granny. Say hello to Granny on the line. She's uh, on the line, too. I'm Malcolm. Hi, oh, Granny. Granny. Hey, Papa Strud, Matt Step. Um, the the vi- virtual video with Hogan cut out for a minute and a half, and I was talking about you, but I'm going to get a video camera and and, uh, and do a, you know, talk about you and Kirk White and the stuff that got cut out, but... Um, I had a good oh, time cool. talking with him on the nineteenth. He was, he was getting a kick out of me because I, I, I lost my composure. Papa Strauss, like a little kid, you know, saying you're the greatest, and he's laughing and clapping. It, it was so cool looking at his face, you know, on the on the computer monitor, and I was just getting really charged up. I put on my blonde wig, and I put on uh, I put on <laughs> the uh, bandana, and this guy Tony asked me if I was ready to do this and, and he saw me get ready. And I, I, I think I did a Michael Jackson. I grabbed one wristband when I was up there moving down here to Orlando. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I was, I had one wristband. It was red with yellow Hulkamania, but I, I, oh, I wow. said, David Arquette called me today. He said, you did a good job. Max <laughs> Wasser said, you, you have a memory for life, you know, and, but I, I feel bad that you know, when I first started talking, some of the stuff got cut out. We had technical difficulties in my motel room. So I'm really sorry about that, oh, Papa really? Strew, but I'll make it up to you. You know, you and Brady oh, it's all and all good. It's all good. Uh, I'm glad it's a good time. Yeah, if, um, yeah uh, I just saw recently Hogan um, visiting, uh, well, said it's just, uh, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels uh, was, uh, did one of those oh, uh, video they, yeah, video uh, chats with his son Nick, I think, through the phone. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, well, they say uh, Ron Howard said the manager said he's going to make some appearances coming up later this year. I, I'm here in Orlando. I'm in a whole convenient country. I love it, Papa Strip. I'm right around. Oh, that's a great I'm, town. Right I love town. Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty up yeah, there. Yeah, I'm not here for Universal Studios or. Mickey Mouse or, or SeaWorld, I'm here for the I'm here for the champ. That's why I told him, I'm here for the champ. Nice. So, well, if, yeah. if, if you, you see my brother thing? Haku out there, uh, give him a shout. He's uh, selling cars, from what I hear out that Haku? way. Haku. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you say Haku? I love Haku. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, where's he, where's he, yeah, he lives out there towards like, he lives out there towards like Kissimmee, out that way near Orlando. Where's he? What what companies can you tell me what companies selling cars with? I'll go by and say hello to him. I love Haku. Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly, but I mean I don't think he'd be too hard to find. I mean you can't Haku's pretty hard to uh, not miss. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like I told him I liked it better with him and the barbarian. I liked it better Haku better with the <laughs> Islanders. Him and Tom, I told Tom of that too because they're a good tag team together. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh man, Haku's amazing. But I'm glad you guys had a good time yeah. there in Orlando. I love that town, man. I mean, what what a great atmosphere it is out there. Always had a good time. Oh, lady, there's a lady and two ladies through the VA 
a girl named Debbie, and they got me a room to rent for $850 a month, which is a lot cheaper than the mm. uh, stay hotels. They're like, I'm paying like almost 500 or over $500 a week, you know, so I got to oh, wow, yeah. my credit out and get, get things together. Maybe get a home here somewhere. Wouldn't that be great? Living in a Hulkamania country in your own home. You see them whenever you want. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. I hope you have a good time down in Orlando, man. That's awesome. Oh, no. Um, good time, Papa Stroke. You're down here. I'll buy you breakfast or lunch. I still have your birthday present. So. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely keep you aboard. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I can we'll do it. To, uh, I can do it. Trust me. Yeah. We're going to, uh, I think this is Tora. Let's give Tora a shout, shout, see what she's up to. Up her way. If I get to her here. All right. Uh, hey, Tora, welcome that? back in the room. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. That's good. How, how's everything up your way? It's been a nice weather. And um, got two more days to celebrate my birthday. All right. Happy early birthday. Happy birthday, Cora. Thank you. So what do you think of Randy Orton and Riddle going for the tag team titles next week on Raw? You think they'll take it? I hope so. Yeah. They, they, then they can go to WrestleMania as a champ. It'd be pretty awesome. I hope so, too. I would hope that Riddle and Randy Orton go to WrestleMania. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. Hey, Granny's going to be at WrestleMania this year, Taurus. Yeah, Malcolm. Granny is going to be going to her first WrestleMania ever. Well, and my family. I have I a very there. good friend. I have a very good friend that lives in New York, and he's flying into Kansas City, where his parents live, and he's driving here to Arkansas and picking up me, my son, and my husband, and we're ta- we're all going to WrestleMania. Well, that's great, Granny. I went to WrestleMania uh, through the VOC Nation in 2012. WrestleMania 28, Cena against <clears throat> The Rock was the main event in Miami, Florida. Uh, I had a good time, so I hope you have a good time too. Uh, if well, I go to New York, our, Granny, our tickets, our tickets are for night two, and we're gonna go one day to WrestleCon. I don't know if we're gonna go Friday afternoon or Saturday morning. We haven't decided yet, but we're gonna go one day to WrestleCon. Well, you have a good time. Um, if I go to New York, Papa's true. I'm going to a Yankee game, baby. <sighs> That's awesome. Hey, if, 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 if you're looking for Granny, Granny, and everybody at WrestleMania, just look for the NWO shirt, man. That's what I'm looking for. Hey, I'm not gonna wear an NWO shirt, Stro. Okay, I'm taking my Granny shirt with me. I ain't wearing an NWO shirt. Not gonna happen. Oh, sure. Okay. I'm All sure. Right. I'm, I'm very sure. And you know, <laughs> the lineup at WrestleCon keeps building and building and building. And I looked at the list the other day, and I found out one of the guests that's going to be there is Hulk Hogan's daughter, Brooke. So I want to oh, meet Brooke. Brooke Hogan. Nice. nice. Well, have a good time, Granny. Hey, Papa I'm planning on it. You, wanna, you know what's funny is when Hogan was what's doing that? the virtual video chat, 
I was wearing red and yellow, and he was wearing NWO colors. <laughs> Well, he's a he's of the NWO NWO. shirts. That's his. That's his gimmick. That's not my gimmick. Yeah, it should be your gimmick as your granny holster. Holster, like that. You, you know. know I mean? You goes, know what? It's that like peanut that butter and jelly. That name was just given to me because I'm a big wrestling fan. I don't even know why my coworker actually even gave me that name. And you know, twenty plus you, you years ago, when I got that gimmick name, I never thought it would ever stick, <laughs> and it's still sticking today. That I don't like the heels, so you know, this Granny Holster is going to be wearing her yellow. Okay, so but that's the NWO was cool heels. They were cool heels. People the liked NWO. Well, <laughs> the bad guys, the bad guys create all. They create all the the moments. Bad guys do Piper Flair. That's what we've been trying to tell Granny. Hey, we've been trying to tell Granny that. I gotta have (laughs) Granny's gotta have somebody to holler at because I don't like the bad guys. So I gotta have somebody to boo and holler at. You know, what? Like the Miz and you know. So yeah, I like both. I like the good guys and the bad guys. It's like you you can't like the in a cowboy movie you can't get like the the white hats. You gotta have the black. Black hats too. I said it's a good time match, though, man. I, I enjoy it. What's that? I forgot all about this, but I saw this great match. It happened January twenty third, nineteen eighty four. It's the very last match. All three of the Samoans, Asika, Afa, and I can't Samala or something like that, and they're taking on Andre the Giant, Rocky Johnson, and Tony Atlas. And they were world tag team champions. And Pat Patterson and Vince McMahon are, are doing a play. Or no, Pat Patterson, Gorilla Monsoon are doing a play by play. And it was a mm-hmm. great match. Andre, uh, he, one like of the Samoans yeah. put his foot up and he just sat right on him. He just he just sat and got the three count. The like, Samoan didn't move. You know, it's like yeah. No, I'm sure. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'd be I'd be out for the count. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's like a great main event. But six man yeah. tag, huh? Right on. That was really, Papa Shrew, that was a really good night. I saw Tony Gurria. I saw the uh, the Polish power Ivan Putski take on. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, who was it? Uh, shoot. And Mr. Wonderful, he wrestled Salvatore, Salvatore Balermo. Bal- I'm trying to the you know, yeah, and, um, Savatore, yeah. I remember Savatore. Yeah. I mean I'm nice, very that that's when wrestling was fun for me. The Bruno San Martino and Superstar Billy Graham and oh Sergeant Slaughter was wrestling uh, Ivan Pusky. Boy, man, I'll tell you what, I never oh, thought I, I think I missed that. But man, Sar- Papa Strode, Sergeant Slaughter was tough as nails, man. That guy yes, was, a, was he was a beast. Sure was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Next time I see him, I'm gonna tell him. Yeah. All time best, Sergeant Slaughter, man. I'm gonna I just saw him not too long ago at one of the Comic Cons. It was good to catch up with him, and he was talking about being on the Young Rock show, and I was, you know, talking about the the Double Starter Harlequin movie coming up, and it was cool to catch up with him, man. It's always good talking to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, Great I guy. like Sergeant Slaughter. I have total respect for the Sergeant guy. Slaughter is going to be at that WrestleCon in Dallas, I mean, that we're going to for WrestleMania weekend. Hey, awesome. He's going to be there, too. That's awesome. There's a lot of stars, and, I mean, they keep adding more and more people every single day. That that's great. I'm I'm uh, a good name. I'm hoping after WrestleMania is over, Papa Stroke, uh, they say the Fourth of July, Hogan comes out and he uh, meets and greets with you down here. I'm I'm hoping and this is probably gonna be my best Fourth of July ever. Be around the Hulkster. I'm serious. I'm gonna I'm just absolutely I, love every picture I get with him. And it, do you, um, do you surf, Malcolm? You think you might get a surf? No, I don't surf. From Maybe I'll teach. <laughs> I'm going to ask him, Captain Stroh. One thing I didn't get to do in the Army, I'm going to ask him if he can take me skydiving. I just want to do it one time to see if I can, what it's like. Because I knew guys oh, in man. the Army, and they did it. You'll have to let you know, it go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, but, well, maybe yeah. I'll take a video camera and do Hulkamania in midair 50,000 feet off the ground. <laughs> oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, we, we would, we'd love to see how that goes. Sure. Hey, Granny, have you been skydiving? No, and I'm not ever going to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've only been on an airplane three different times in my life and to fly. And my first time I flew was in 2011. Then I flew to Vegas in 2019. And then my husband and my son and I went to Florida to see my sister-in-law in August of 2021. So I've only been, you know, on three different flights in my life so i'm but i'm not going skydiving thank you very much i'll i'll let the experts do that i don't mind watching it on tv but i'm not going to jump from a plane not going to do it i'm not that brave sting's done it he told me he did it steve borden well that's okay he can do it i mean i'm not well speaking of flying we got uh, professor steve Professor Steve with us. Steve, Steve, welcome. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Steve, with all this surfing and skydiving, I feel like I'm on that Point Break uh, sequel or something. Here. (laughs) With Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Yeah, my My dad's done some some skydiving. I haven't seen or done it yet. I don't even like roller coasters, let alone... Well, awesome. now, Steve, if you come down here, maybe you and me could do it for the first time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> hey, Papa's Joe, you know what would be maybe cool about going skydiving? If there's, if there's a, if there's a plane's getting ready to crash, I'll be ready to jump through the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like Keanu Reeves. Take jump on top of the, the next person who has a parachute. <laughs> if they're going down, they're going down with me. <laughs> I need a, I need Trinity from the Matrix to carry me on the way down. Yeah, her flying skills, right? Oh yeah, Matrix. <laughs> yeah, Trinity, that's Carrie Ann Moss, isn't it? Steve, is that Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity? Uh. I'm not checking right now. 
Well, she, if it was, she was on Dark Justice. That was a favorite show of mine, Papa Strip. Mm, that's awesome. This that's guy's awesome. a judge, and, and he'd let these guys off in court. And then he'd, um, and he'd go after yeah, you're right, the vigilante. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, cool, that's right a cool show, Papa Strip. First, Rami Zander did it, and then Bruce Abbott. Nice. Role. And it, and it was great. It was on like hey, four seasons. Hey, hey Steve, you know that Granny's going to be at WrestleMania this year? Granny Hulkster? Yeah, I was to it earlier. I went in uh, 2017 for 33, so. Oh, really? Uh, I, hope I, can, I hope I can go to one of those WrestleCons because those always sound exciting. Besides the lines, it sounds really fun, like going to those big conventions. Hey, um, yeah, Steve, great. So many you, were you here. at a WrestleMania? I'm sorry, Pop. <laughs> he just said uh, so, Steve, Were you at a WrestleMania? He just said so. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 He, he sure did. Well, that lineup, Steve, for WrestleCon this year is getting bigger and bigger and bigger each and every day. I swear they have added so many people, and they said they're still going to be adding more talent up up until March 31st, and I cannot believe the lineup that I've actually seen. And now they've got everybody that's coming in alphabetical order that's coming. I mean, there are so many people. I, I, I'm not going to – I know I'm not going to be able to get to see everybody because some people are just going to be there the first day. Some you can only see, like if you buy the super fan ticket for session two, that's right. strictly just for the people that bought the super fan tickets. Then you have session three and session four, and we haven't decided if we're going to go uh, Friday afternoon from one to five, or Saturday morning from nine until from nine in the morning till one or two in the afternoon. We haven't decided which set. We're either going to go to three or four. We haven't decided which yet, but. I can tell you, they keep adding the lineup and lineup, and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger each and every day. They yeah, might add Malcolm. Sure that sounds like, that sounds like <laughs> Malcolm, you might get added. I was, you might be at WrestleCon. I'm not knowing. They might add you to WrestleCon. Papa Stro, what was that event that Steve meant? Steve, did you mention that? On, uh, on, no, uh, I went, no, I went to Mania on a... 2017. I went to uh, no, Russell Cage, but never Starcast. Which which guy mentioned that at the time? Was that Tim that mentioned that Ricky Steamboat was going to be an event coming up in March? I think it was. Uh, <clears throat> I see the dragon again. Um, uh, there, there's a guy I really respect him and Tito Santana Papastro, Ricky Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I mean, that guy would never quit Ricky Steamboat. No matter what. Ricky Ricky Steamboat's really nice. My husband and I got to meet him at an event up in Lebanon, Missouri, probably about four years ago. And he was a really nice guy. I really enjoyed getting to meet him. It was his birthday just the other day. Ricky Steamboat's birthday was just the other day, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I met Steamboat a couple times. Hey, Malcolm, I got a, I got a question for Stro. Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Um, yeah, I was watching uh, Jacques Rougeau do an interview, and he said Tito Santana was, like, the best wrestler. Is there any truth to that? 
It's to me like, Santana. the most talented. Oh, what? Yeah, like the most talented <laughs> wrestler. Let me breathe. Let me, let me, let me, get, let me get some oxygen. Okay. I'm going to come up for air. <laughs> I'm learning how to dog this battle. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm just But, um, yeah, uh, Tito Santana, man, I, I, he's a, I always thought he's a heck of a wrestler. And for his age, he looks amazing. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't get mentioned a lot in those greatest of all time wrestlers, so I had to I had to ask about that because I thought that was an interesting answer. Like, but um, you know, you know. Jock's right because he he was been he's been there with the very best. If you think about it, exactly. The very best. Steve, you know what I mean? Steve, he's won every title back in the eighties. He won every title except the world heavyweight title because Hulk Hogan held it. Him and him and Rick Martel were tag team champions. Strike Force. Beat the Heart Foundation November 7, 1987. And then um, he, he had a big feud with the Hammer, Greg Valentine, and they they traded off Intercontinental, you know, winning the Intercontinental title and then winning it, losing it like two or three times. You know, so Tito, in my opinion, Tito, you know, he's one of the best wrestlers ever, in my opinion. Absolutely. Him and Steamboat, too. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Malcolm. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Papa Strip. But you got to say, Arriba! When you talk about Tito uh, for, for now, anybody asks me a question, I'll just refer them to Malcolm. Guess he'll answer it for me anyway. But go. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. Go <laughs> Get going. Yeah, you know, no, you would too. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Tito Santana, man. Yeah, I'm glad you brought him up, man. I've always been a fan of his work and everything, and I, I I loved his matches, like with Greg Valentine back in the day and everything, man. He was amazing. You know, Papa Stroke, he's, he's got another thing that he's nobody really knows it for. Remember when Piper had the, the coconut? He hit Jimmy Snook in the head with a coconut. And he went through the door. Piper did, and Jimmy forget? went after him. That's one of the greatest yeah, moments ever. Tito Santana <laughs> and B. Brian Blair and 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 J. Uh, J. Strongbow were all back there with him. So I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know Tito Santana. I, you know Don, I think Don Morocco recently mentioned uh, oh, yeah. some of his matches with yeah. Tito Santana were really good. Yeah, I yeah, um, I heard I heard from podcaster that I heard from podcaster that Don Morocco said Tito was like one of the best he's worked with too. Yeah, Steve, look look in the go back in time, watch a match between Tito Santana and Don Morocco. It, it's off the charts to me. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Don Morocco to me was like one of my favorite heels ever. I mean, he was just amazing. Yeah. I mean, he had the big, 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 biggest shoulders I've ever seen in my life. I would have a Zeke on him. And the fact that he could just, one of the big big guys back then that actually can go with anybody was, was really cool. Yeah, Papa Stroh, he did good interviews, Don Morocco. He had his own unique yeah, style did. of talking and a good personality, you know? And a great wrestler, too. One of, the, one of the best at the time, I thought. I think I saw those... Uh... Fuji Vice skits that he did. 
Those were great, man. Those were great. Oh my god, Spooky Bites. Yes. That's I'm, a good one. I'm, I'm a big Mr. Fuji fan. I love Mr. Fuji. Oh my god, he was great. Mm-hmm. Oh. I even named my little Piccadilly dog one time after Fuji. I had a little derby hat to put on him and called him Fuji, man. Just after Mr. Fuji, tremendous. He's funny. It's so cool. Yeah, Papa Stretch, you ever see Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? And Mr. Fuji had a dog, and he had a top hat. <laughs> it's like one of the live segments. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was such an entertaining cartoon. Rock and Wrestling cartoon. Yeah. Have Saturday morning. Is, um, at this WrestleCon, is the Polish power Ivan Putski going to be there? Did he pass away, Papa Stretch? Um is he still hmm. around, Ivan Putski? Because I really, I met him in Granny Actually, Granny would be the person to ask on that. She's going to be at WrestleCon. Granny, Ivan Putski. Okay, hold on. Hold on, Malcolm. Hold on. <laughs> I did not see his name listed, Malcolm. I did not see he's his 80, name he's listed. He's 81, so I doubt He's 81, so I doubt he's touring I doubt he would be there, Malcolm. I mean. Well, I know when I met him, we were in um, at the Weston Hotel in Southern California. Let's see. I think it was 2000. Yeah, it was January 2011. And, man, I, I met him and Abdullah the Butcher. And then I met Sid Vicious. Man, Papa Stroh, meet Sid Vicious. I actually made him laugh. He was, he really enjoyed meeting me so vicious, dude. Well, I mean, that's, that's good. I mean, me. he can laugh, you know. Yeah. He's human. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big guy can laugh when he wants to. <laughs> I told him I liked him when it was him and Dan Spivey, Dangerous Dan Spivey, that were the original skyscrapers, right? Um, oh, yeah. What Brian, a team they were. Yeah, and then Mark Calloway. Or Mark Callis, you know, he, he replaced, I think it was Dan Spivey for a while. It was him and Sid Vicious, or I think it was, but it was a long time ago, so, you know. Yeah, I, I think Sid left the team, and and Mark took his spot, spot with Spivey, I think, at the time. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was Dan him. Spivey and Mark, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but I see what. Papa Stro, the skyscrapers in the in in the winter of ninety Wrestle War, they started coming on the Road Warriors and them. Boy, that, that, those were some battles, man. Those those guys went out. Well, that's that's when they had some great teams, you know, like uh, the Steiner brothers and the oh man, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, SST is right. They had, they had a good tag team yeah. division at one time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, would Rock you guys Fred. like to hear who Rebirth. some of the stars are going to be at WrestleCon? We're dying to know, Granny. Please don't keep us in suspense. Okay, well, I'm just going to go down the I'm st- Okay, I'm I'm starting at the end of the list, but uh, Weston Blake, Virgil, Velvet Sky, Ultimo Dragon, Ultimo. He's only, he, Tony Blanchard's only going to be there <laughs> session two on the Super Fan Day. Trish Stratus, Tori Wilson, Jenny Storm, what? What? Tommy Wildfire Rich, 
Brooke Tessmacher, Bristol Brothers, Brian Zane, Brian Myers, Brett Hitman Hart, Bray Wyatt, The Boogeyman, Boogeyman, Barry Horowitz. He's going to be there the first day, first session. He's only going to be there one day. Barbie Blake, Axe, Atushi Onita, Arn Anderson, mm-hmm. Angelina Love, Anderson. Amber Nova, and Al Snow, uh, Al Snow, Adam Sky's got to be there. <laughs> yeah, they're both going to be there. And Braun Strowman. Oh, I love, oh, I love you, Braun Strowman. The monster what? in the bank, monster among men. Right. 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 That's, that's a big list of people, guys. You would know this. Is this true? Rob Van Dam, when he was a little boy, remember when Ted DiBiase in 87 <laughs> was giving away all his money? And he <laughs> was <and laughs> that little boy. I don't know if I can remember that, that far back. <laughs> yeah, but... He told the little boy to kiss his feet, stinking feet. That was Rob Van Dam. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I found that on YouTube the other night. I was like, whoa. And it looked like oh, Rob man. Van Dam as a kid. It did. Can you believe oh, that? You, you, saw the, you saw the video footage of it. Okay. Yeah. Actual video footage. I was like, I was looking at wow. it. And I was looking at him, Papa Strone, it even looks a little like Rob Van Dam as he would as a kid. Now, if that's true, <laughs> next time I see Rob Van Dam, I'm going to tell him that is cool. Did he not know that. Like Van Dam too. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he talks, he'll give it away hey, because the accent. <laughs> hey, hey, Granny, is Sting going to be there or Lex Luger? No. Uh-huh. Uh, is Piper going to be there? Uh, oh, my God, Malcolm. Uh, is is uh, Mal- 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 Malcolm Pi- the Piper going to be there? No, but Brooke Hogan's going to be there. Yeah, his daughter's going to be there. His daughter's going to be there. I, I, I want to meet the champ, man. Well, I, I want to I yeah, leave 22 Piper. more pictures with the Hulk. One with you, right. Papa yeah. Stroke, and I, I, the Hulk, I hope so. I'll be Matt Piper. Yeah. Because <laughs> Roddy, yeah. Roddy, unfortunately, can't make it. He'd yeah, probably be Papa there in spirit. Stroke, Roddy, was, but, hey, Roddy was major cool. I miss Roddy Piper <laughs> so much. He was so much fun well, to Well, I am, I, you know, guys, I am really, I mean, as a wrestling fan that I am, you know, my husband and I are really looking forward to this. But I am really looking forward to seeing the expression on Anthony's face when he gets to see some of these people in person that he would normally never get to see. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a great. thrill. Great. That is you'll, a thrill. You'll, you'll have to take pictures and show everybody. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I wish oh, yeah. I had a good digital camera other than my camera on my phone. I, I may have to invest in a in a digital camera of some sort um, that's not too expensive that I could take with me to, to get pictures because I, I I have a feeling I'm going to be taking it because 
I don't have much memory left on my phone, and I'm afraid I wouldn't have enough camera space for my pictures on my phone. So I may have to invest in a camera to uh, take with me because I I would love to uh, I would love um, to be able to get some good pictures, you know. So de- depending depending on your phone. There might be a cloud service that you can try to use, and you can back up your photos that way. If you yeah. have a cloud description. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Granny. I want to give you some advice when you take pictures with the wrestlers. Don't take pictures with them, like, standing in line, because that takes money away from them. That, that's what gets them made. Oh, I was going to ask you, is Jake the Snake Roberts going to be there? Uh, he wasn't on the list. Yeah, but I've met Jake. I've met Jake. I've met Jake Roberts before, and of course, oh, yeah. I know Ricky and Robert. I know Ricky and Robert personally, so yeah, I Ricky and Robert. I only met them once, but they are so cool to me. I mean, I told them they weren't that big, Papa Stro, when the tag teams were around back in in the NWA in the '80s. But man, they had the biggest hearts. They would hold their own, especially those scaffold matches. You know, they, the Midnight Express, they would not back down Ricky and Robert. Yeah. Well, I've no got quit. a picture of my husband and I with Ricky and Robert, and I'm wearing Robert's WWE Hall of Fame ring on my finger for the picture. Well, Are you kidding, man? Back in the, the day, picture. rock and roll was like rock stars, man. I, I, I used to see a line miles long just to get their autograph. Even they get back to the hotel, yep. they were lying. From the hotel, yeah. just to hang out Papa with the this is crazy, crazy. Remember I'm the music. Like Remember the music they used to come to. I used to get. Oh, even before on that. that, I remember the music even before that. ELL, Rock and Roll is King, and all that, man. Dude, yeah, and those guys are amazing. They were wrestling in the NWA, and then Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, the Midnight Rockers, were wrestling at the same time in the NWA, and their music used to get me pumped up. I told Shawn and Marty that, you know, when I met him. Those guys, it was amazing because those guys couldn't go anywhere, seriously. They had like always had a mob of fans around. It was, it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. And then another team, another team, Papa Stro, I love these guys, Jimmy Powers and Paul Roma, the Young Stallions. Jimmy Hart used to sing Crank It Up, their theme song, when they came to the ring. I was at the Arco Arena, and I'm here at Jimmy Hart, yeah. expecting the Hart Foundation to come out, and here's the, here's the Young Stallions. I was going crazy, man. <laughs> well, I was personal friends with beautiful Bobby Eaton before he passed, and I, I miss Bobby very, he very much. Away. Bobby was such a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He passed away, he passed yeah, away? He passed last year. Sorry, he passed away about a month after his wife did. Is yeah, are the other sad. members of the Midnight Express, Dennis Conry and Randy Rose and and uh, and Sweet Stan Lane with the Educated Feet, are they still around? Oh yeah, they're, they're my friends on Facebook. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Hey, Papa Stan. Yeah. If you if you talk to Sweet Stan Lane, tell him I want to meet him bad because I loved his karate moves. Especially against the Fantastics, he was awesome, man. To me, love those karate kicks. <laughs> Wait, he, he, he does yeah. radio commentary now. Stanley does. Is there a Are number sure? called Talk with Him? What? I'm sorry. Was that Steve? Uh, no, I was going to ask you. Um, 
how's the how's the movie hybrid going and how's the other acting work going? I I missed the uh earlier part of the show. I didn't know if you talked about any film project you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um hybrid's coming along good. Uh it'll be out pretty soon. Um there's talks of making it actually a part of a series or a mini series. But uh I'll you know, once I get the word I delete I'll let everybody know, but yeah, I'm pretty excited to guys check it out. It's a uh, hybrid, more like a psychological thriller. You know what I mean? So uh, it, 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 yeah, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool, and, and the cast crew were great. You know, so I, I, I can't wait and for hybrid, and also uh, the Devil's Daughter Harlequin story is still out on YouTube and Amazon Fire TV to check out. I had uh, the movie that came on Vimeo a few weeks ago premiere called Stench of Iniquity. It's a horror film where I portray a vampire and that that's out in Vimeo. You can watch for free. Vimeo.com. Just type in Stench of Iniquity in the search on Vimeo to get right to it. And I'm in talks of a pilot in a miniseries. I'm going to be on set soon for for a miniseries as well. I'm going to be on set for a new film coming up. Uh, I think that the title may change. You know, for reduction and everything. But from understand the title's called "You're It," like tag "You're It," and it's kind of like a has to do with like an urban legend, if you will. So I'm, I'm gonna have a big role in that film once we start that producing them. But I'll, I'll keep everybody informed. But that's just some of the projects that's out now and what's what's coming up. So. Hey, Papa, cool. sure this event you're gonna be at in North Carolina this weekend. Are there gonna be any wrestlers there? Um, Somebody mentioned a while back, Matt and Jeff Hardy. Are they going to be there? Because I may go up there and see that if they're there. I know Matt Hardy. Well, this, you introduced me to Jeff. Saturday, Saturday, there's uh, they're having a film awards ceremony for Silent Edge Productions, and I'm being one uh-huh. of the celebrity guest celebrity presenters uh, Saturday night for, for the award ceremony. I'm a presenter. I'm a celebrity presenter, oh, so okay. I'm the person okay. that presents the award to, to the winner, whoever wins the award and everything. But that's, oh, uh, you're like when Shawn Michaels. You're like when Shawn Michaels got introduced by Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and, and Xbox or Six. That time at the call no, it's more like Dustin right. Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman presented the award <laughs> to Robin Williams. That that's that's pretty Are much what I'm doing. Some people call me Rain this, Man. This, 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 this has nothing to do with the wrestling. <laughs> This has nothing to do with wrestling. It's more or less film, you know, acting and all that. And this uh, Saturday night at the Havelock. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you. It's at the Havelock uh, Tourist and Event Center in Havelock, North Carolina, uh, this Saturday night. And for more information on the 2022 Machete Awards, uh, go to Silent Edge, it's like it sounds, all together, no space, dot com. And uh, explain all about it. Yeah, this is more or less for acting, television, film, for the actresses, actors. Well, Officer, sort of I'm going to acting school this year. Maybe I'll get to do something with you someday. That'd be fun for me. Yeah, you never say never. Yeah, yeah you I, never I, know. I right? enjoy that working with you. I'm serious. That'd be fun for me. Oh. Right. But I do have some Comic Cons coming up. Um, March 19th, that'll be the Power Comic Con of Florence, South Carolina at the Florence Center. And then the following week in, I will be at the Charlotte Comic Con at the Embassy Suites in Concord, North Carolina for, for that. So, yeah, March 
Um, Bart should be a pretty busy month for Comic Con. <laughs> the video I did with Hulk Hogan for In the Room? Or well, I, I, I think if I, like I, before I get that, I'd probably I'd like to get some oxygen to breathe a little bit. You know what I mean? the <laughs> <Smith and> roses. <laughs> some CO2. <laughs> I'll, I'll just get it. I'm, I'm just joking. You, um, <laughs> you, you see, I'm ahead. really excited. I'm really excited for uh, AW Dark. Like, I haven't been watching Dark lately, but... Um, Glad to see more uh, uh, independent talent that I like on Dark. And like this Jack is going to be on Thursday on their uh, YouTube. Yeah, that's right. Well, maybe send me that the, the flyer about him going to be there on Dark. That's cool. Yeah, and that tag. That's really cool. Against the hey, Steve. Steve, right. I'm down here in Orlando, Jacksonville, or the AW, they wrestle. It's just up, just up the state. We could go, go to a match together. You come down here. Hey, I'm I'm dying to go to a Jacksonville show. Yeah, um, I want to see the maybe I, can, I want to see the snake. Yeah, well, maybe I can try to plan uh, something later. I I'll know they have, man, they, they have a convention in June or or sometime in summer called uh, River City. That's a pretty good. Oh, where you can meet the wrestlers, Steve. So we can meet yep. the AEW wrestling? River City, oh, River City Comic like that. Sting will be there. Sting will be there. I love the Stinger. So you guys, if you guys got any plugs, uh, feel free to uh, throw them out there. The floor is yours. Yeah. Um, well, go ahead, Steve. I, I, Sorry. Yeah, I always enjoy calling uh, WCW Retro on VSC Nation and uh, pro wrestling interviews on Sunday, so... Uh, thanks for having me on the show and uh, getting some uh, time in tonight. Sure. Oh, thank you, Steve. Always a pleasure. Hey, Steve, like Jesse the Body used to say, the pleasure was all ours. Any more plugs, guys? Granny, you got any plugs? Uh, no, I'm good, Stro, but I'm just glad to have been able to be a part of the show tonight, so. Oh, yeah, thank you, Grandy. Always a pleasure having you. I mean, it's, I'm sick of death that you called in. That's awesome. You, Steve, Malcolm, everybody, it's been a blast. Um, yeah, Pop and Stro, i got a plug. I'm going to try and find yeah, a car ahead. dealership where Kahaku works and say hello to him again. <laughs> Maybe I'll headbutt Oh, yeah. <laughs> You, 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 you'll have to tell us how that goes, please. It gives the three one one how that goes. That should be hey, interesting. You know, but I, I have total respect for old school wrestlers. I just do. You know. That's great. They, they have some great matches. But thank you, thank, thank you, Patrick, Kevin, and uh, Kathy, and everybody. Uh, it's been a great show tonight. Thank you guys as always. Uh, WCW Retro this Thursday night at 19 Eastern Standard Time, uh, talking tag team wrestling. And uh, the Stro Zone featuring the Gila Monster Friday night, midnight, Eastern Standard Time. That um, uh, be good to yourselves each other, and we'll see Brady back hopefully next week, and they'll give us 
believe gets the four and one how the hockey game goes he went to tonight. Did he have an easy, time. easy flu like Mr. Fuji? <laughs> no, no, no. He went, no, he went to the hockey game tonight. Yeah, we'll give us the details next week, for sure. But thank you all. You guys, be good to yourselves and each other. Take care of yourselves, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday and in the room. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye, Papa Stroh. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>